Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Okay. Oh, thank you. Hey, Vet Church, how y'all doing? So, I'm sitting right here with Scott Green of Dat Sauce. And, you know, I don't, we don't do anything. Um, this is not a platform to me to extort money out of you like so many other religious fields have over time. I don't need a new plane right now. In fact, I've never had a plane. I want a new plane. <laughs> I'll take any kind of plane. Even if it's a paper plane, I'll take it. But but you guys know that I'm the, it, the idea of sacredness of story. Just I mean that's who I am. I like that stuff, and I think that's important. I've been a family systems theorist guy. A lot of y'all know that from hearing me talk about it so much. Anyway, I've, I've come out. I'm sitting at your house. A couple of your pets. They were pets. Well, they. They, they taste, expired. They, they were tasty. so we want we wanted to keep them around, so we just tasty pets. We chopped their heads. <laughs> Look at these prehistoric dinosaur type like creatures. Twelve foot. Well, this was eleven six. And, and and I'm talking like earlier tonight. I saw some things in the water that were moving quietly, and then they moved quick. It was crazy. And. Uh, what was that stuff out there? The Ruga Root. <laughs> That's what we call it. You know, they got the UFO on it. You know, well, we call it the Ruga Root. We're, we're, there's creatures out there and you don't know what it is. and Especially when it's moving in the water. It's kind of big. Where are we at, Scott? We're in Stevensville, Louisiana. Just outside of Morgan City. Why do you like caring for veterans? They care for me. Talk to me about that. Well, I mean, uh, what they've done... For me, for all of us, something I couldn't do. I tried to join. I couldn't. I failed my physical, and, and they didn't want me. But the people that did go, and especially the ones that paid that ultimate sacrifice, or the ones that got hurt, you know, that could have easily have been me, and and it wasn't. And, and I've been blessed, and you know, in the path that was you know laid out for me, and. Feel like any time I can help those guys because there's no, there's no way. Uh, I mean, right now there's there's absolutely not enough being done, and uh, and I don't think you can ever do enough. You know, it's just what y'all do. I mean, just to be away. I worked offshore before. You go out to the rig. You the, out there, you, yeah, you're I away from your family. Pictures, my brother. I went 18 days. Was the longest I ever went. It drove me batshit crazy. I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine being away from my family that long and how hard it must be. And and, uh, and you just it, did a two week thing, and like so much. And like I say, all I did was I, I ate, slept, watched TV. I'd go fish out there, and I'd wait on, and you know, I did maybe an hour, I maybe eight hours a day in three weeks. He did twenty four months. Two years he's going for his family. That's like and prison. He's got, he had kids. That's it is like prison. And and when you have to go overseas. And it's prison know. when somebody's shooting at you. Yeah. And shit blowing yeah. up, man. Prison nowadays, I mean, they got AC, three meals a day. They got, you know, they got a gym to go work out in. And You know, you know Scott here is one of the guys that, like, he said, thank you for your service to me. I think he said that to me. 
you, something like that. I'm sure I did. And you know the thing is, we've talked about this before, and many of us have talked about it personally, face to face. That man, America says that, and, there, and there's almost nothing to say. There's nothing to say back. You know, I, I wrote a song, and it's not a very good one about it. But uh, it's hard because, like, I want to say something back. I want to acknowledge the fact that America cares about us. You know, when when I was downrange, I tried real hard to enjoy this this the, the food that I was eating, whatever it was. You know. And sometimes it was real good, and sometimes, man, you just, you know, like we get the peanut butter packets, Scott, and mm-hmm. that's all I'd have because I, I couldn't stand the rest of food. But sometimes you're just trying to think about food and get back home. And now you've, you've made that dad sauce, and I don't, you know, this is not, I don't do this for anybody, I never will. We're not taking up money, we're not prostatite money, y'all know that about me. But I, I'm trying real hard. I want that sauce in every American defect because it's not. Even the stuff that has a little bit of spice to it isn't hot. It's not burning my mouth mm-hmm. when I taste the food. And when I was downrange, I remember there was times when they'd have this night or that night. And I remember having this dinner with my dad and my brother and, and sometimes with my wife. And, it, and food would take me home. Yeah. Food's well, important, man. Well, and, and, and I can tell you this because I've been part of the, the you know, for the last two and a half years, I've been part of the military food program, you know, going to the food shows. And I, I can tell you the food is getting better. It is getting better. And I can tell you right now, they, they got a uh, they got a jambalaya coming. It's a chicken and turkey sausage jambalaya. They got a catfish and shrimp creole coming. They got pizza and oh, MREs. Oh, you mean the MREs? We're talk- yeah, yeah. They Y'all know pizza the, pla- and MRE. the plastic MREs? And, they're getting better. They really are. And, and, well, the UGRAs, that's where the, the, the jambalaya and the, 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 the creole is going. Are we gonna see any dad sauce? Dad sauce is going as well. I we're really in. want to. You know, like we, we, I, I, I've talked to you, and you said, "Well, Matt, you, you, you yes, sell some Chris. stuff. Maybe I'll give you some money." There, there's no money. We've I've never signed any no. thing with you. Nothing like that. You've already supported Vet Church through helping me become in the, the last honky talk series. You support the last honky talk series. You put you put the last honky talk series in every bottle of dad sauce. Yeah. You were talking about putting artist stuff out there and helping artists and caring for people since well, I've known you. Well, just wait till the soldiers get that first bottle and they get that free music download from the last Honky Tonk Music See, that's going to change the world. Because not only are you helping people out, but caring for us. Before we even become veterans, and you guys know, man, it's not the same when you're wearing that uniform. And that's, and that's part of our problem sometimes. But I really think that, like, that that's you see me doing some of them commercials, and he ain't paying me. You pay me anything? Because you are really fucking see it now. I'm like, you millions, man. Money, I'm man. Make, he's, he's making I'll, millions. I'm telling you right now, he's making millions. But a lot of the million. You are the people paying me to come around the country. I know who's doing it. I appreciate y'all. And um, but like that stuff, y'all think back for all y'all who are Jalal bad with me or Baghdad or Bagram. Remember, hey, y'all remember the, uh, y'all remember that barbecue defect, the one over there right off of, uh, Chris, is it Christmas? What's the name? Is anybody on there? Mm-hmm. What's the name of that street we go down? Um, Disneyland, Disney World. I can't remember. But the defect up there with the barbecue in that, you know, in Bagram, or, uh, Baghdad, no. Jalalabad? In Bagram. No, it's in Bagram. Bagram. It's in Bagram right off at Christmas. 
If one of you guys know who it is, somebody say it up there. Anyway, wouldn't it be good to like go in? I would go in there just to like remember that I come from the South because the food is good, the beans were good, the people were cooking were great. And and what if you could have something like that back here? Not no, not better, of course. You know we're in America, but being back here, it's, yeah. it's always gonna be better, man. But like, I really like that sauce. And I, I would, I wish we had that over there because I find it comforting. You know, they won't let us drink alcohol. You're not supposed to have sex over there. You're not supposed to anyway. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed. Well, to, you're not. Supposed why to. are you not supposed to do that? You because because, because you can't like have people walking around with alcohol drunk with guns. You know, like like <laughs> I just had a little little Jack Daniels at your back porch. Well, I'm not and, giving you a gun either. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> and that is a problem downrange. And, okay. and every veteran will tell you that. That could be... But, but somehow you need, you need to be able to like get in your mind where you get some comfort. Because you're doing that sh- stuff. Like I was talking to my buddy the other day, 24 plus months. Because it was a little bit of where he got stuck over there and something else happened. And y'all know what I'm talking about. But I like that stuff y'all make. Because you know what? You make the ketchup too, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the crap ton of ketchup I had this morning on my hash browns. Yeah, we're gonna have to stock you up. I heard you ran out. Well, and I've got people to give it to. Well, I've got a bunch of veterans out here. Hey, y'all know who you are. I'm, I'm sending it to you. I got your address, Wally. You'll be getting yours shortly. Chris, I don't know. No, I'll, I'll send you some for sure. Did you gonna give me some, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll load you up. And uh, Tracy, make them deliver. Tracy, you gotta buy it. <laughs> 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 Oh. <laughs> she, uh, but like I like that crap. I want to see it in all the defects. Like Wally, you were a cook. We'll be there. Um, we coming this summer. Coming around seeing y'all. I, I ate at uh, Mountain View. I think it's Mountain View, Idaho, out there um, by Ricky. And it, shit, there are people out there I don't even see that I know. How to, my drummer band was stationed out there. It's in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. Eating down by the bottom by Utah, where them just tumbleweeds are blowing. I'm driving. I went to this back gate because my Jeep. I love Idaho. I go fishing there every year. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Ricky keeps telling me I should go back there every we're time. Come on. North, I promise it's a beautiful next time. Beautiful. One of my most well, favorite places on the planet. Hey, you've been north of Boise in that lake. That's where I go. Are you serious? Well, I don't know if it's a lake, but I know we go north of Boise. Yeah, yeah. That's what Ricky was the telling Riggins me. Riggins or it's here. the Salmon River. We're on the Salmon River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove over that thing, man. We take, yeah. Well, we drove down in a jet boat. Oh my gosh, it's Go sleep out in tents. You know what that reminds me of? I was in a Sion Swiss. Have you been in Switzerland? Yeah. No, I didn't want to go there. Any man with these as pets cannot go to Switzerland. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway. If you'd like your chocolate, it'd be okay. <laughs> but, uh, so we're. <laughs> that place reminded me of Sion Switzerland, man. It's beautiful. That's a, that's a great place. Yeah, but I want. I really. You were telling me recently that now you have permission to have that sauce. Well, I was. Hang on, a second. I was also in two places. The place where they do all the space stuff this summer down there south of Grover City. My buddy, uh, what's his name? Not Skip. Uh, Spanky. Spanky. I was Spanky. I don't even know if Spanky's part of that church. We should remedy that. Spanky, Monique. You remember meeting Spanky out there? The Is that my trip? Spanky? Yeah, man. He had, oh. he had that song. Remember? And, and <laughs> I was like, how many people are named Spanky? I was like, I was like a good buddy named Spanky. And, 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 and boy, he could cook some shrimp and grits. 
Kenny. Oh, if you ever so, that again, you make yeah. a good shrimp and grit. I'm that, telling you, it's the best. That guy can play some music too, Kenny. Wow. Like, holy God. Before he plays, starts playing music. He wanted to cook the shrimp. He make a <laughs> shrimp and grit. I'm telling you. He had the best shrimp and grits. He let me play one of his shows, and a bunch of uh, like Monique showed up, and oh, and, oh so, and that's where I let well, I lost my second bottle of hot sauce. It is sitting on the table, or it was when I left at um, whatever bar you had us playing in, Spanky. Um, what's the name of that bar, kid? I told y'all about. Is Michael Roberts on there right now? No. Come on, Mike, Susan. No. Monique? They're probably putting their kids to bed. Monique? They probably are. Monique's not. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> they they'll get the, they'll see you tomorrow. They all got stuff to do tomorrow, <laughs> so they're asleep. Anyway, um, yeah, man. Everybody oh, and, that sauce. And we just got in Fort Knox. We'll be, we broke into Fort Knox. That'll be our first, our actually, first military sale will be Fort Knox. That'll be the first place the soldiers could get it. Duanus? Crystal, Krista, um, Bell, Chip. All y'all up there, right there, have been asking me to come back up. Radcliffe. Um, <laughs> hey, if I come up, somebody's got to go up with me to Louisville. Aponte, or you come down and bring me some angels in me. No more of that bullet ride. I finished that bottle, by the way. Thank you. And, um, you know, I might be able to get you to bring me a bottle. I'm getting sidetracked because I drank somewhere. Like, but <laughs> we're doing a vet church interview, and I want to be I want to be succinct and clear about it. I like this guy. You're a couple years older than me. Uh, we both. Oh, we, come on. We both. We are. How old are you? Forty six. Oh, shit, you look a lot older than me. <laughs> Life's been hard on me. The military was not easy. <laughs> Care for this group of people out there? They screwed you. You do have a little more hat than I got, though. Whoa, you <laughs> put the hat back on, Scott. Have <laughs> a glare on there. Huh? It's like when Kate took off her shirt first. How I never saw her same since. <laughs> well, are you gonna get it now? Well, I am going to. Sorry. Um, that's. <laughs> are we stopping the vet church interview? <laughs> oh, we having fun. Oh uh, no. And we are. And so, but I, <laughs> vet church is about your stories. They're sacred. They're holy. And, and, and like, if you're married and you're in a relationship, I, I got to stop because Kate just gave me that look, you know. And, and y'all know I've been married 20 years. And, and most of you who are in vet church that, that were with us in the military know that I'm faithful to that girl right there. And she's been faithful to me. And, um, and <laughs> you know. So many folks have been through divorce and all. I probably shouldn't have done that. This will just be a learning tool to everybody. Don't drink Jack Daniels and talk on public stuff. And Kate, will you forgive me for saying that? Yep. Oh, okay. There we go. Y'all heard it. So anyway, now we move on. Hey, I'm the wrong job. I'm not right. Sure. <laughs> so, so um, I really like I like yeah, that sauce. Yeah, yeah, I like what you've done. I love. You live on the bayou. There's no place better to live. And you got this great accent. Do you speak Creole? Can we survive? No, it's more like... Uh, <laughs> oh, you have me with that. And I worked for a guy one time, and, and when he'd speak to you, he was Creole, and when he'd speak to you, half his sentence was in English, and the other half was in French. 
And you'd sit there, huh? And you just, and he'd say it again. It's like, I don't understand. But the first time I ever heard somebody could really speak real, it reminded me of King of the Hill. Well, I got some buddies from Alabama that sound just like that. <laughs> they do? Yeah. I said, you not. And well, I, call, I call them up just to, hey, check out my buddy, man. Coolest stuff. Listen to him talk. And sure enough. And, and y'all, like, y'all saw the interview with Chris, and y'all know Chris, y'all who know Chris did the interview two days ago. Chris Lahorny two days ago. Um, Chris, huge ball. One day ago. One day ago. Yeah, man, so I'm tired. Auburn Titans. He's an Auburn fan, man. And, so, and whoa, we're from Alabama. But Chris says to me, I'm not getting on bad church because everybody's going to hear my accent. I'm going to start talking like this. And, and to me, it's just normal. So you're an Alabama fan? Neither. I, 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 I think it's all right. Alabama. <laughs> What I'm telling you is Alabama may be the first university that, that carries that songs while they're students. Really? I, I mean, I, I even actually looked at Alabama hat. I mean, I didn't buy it. But Chris. I looked it. I put it on, and I was like, but the first university that carries it, my own, where I graduated, don't carry it. And I've tried. So, Chris, Chris, use your connection. Chris was in the PGA at one time. Chris, use your connections. Get us in Auburn. Well, war Eagle. Uh, well, yeah. Well, it's I hate to say it, but I'd be a War Eagle fan. I'd have my hat. Hey, y'all hear that? It's just that simple. All we hey. got to do is get that sauce into a place. Hey, everyone that supports me, I support them. It's the SEC, man. Oh, yeah. I love the SEC. Well, it's, it, I'll tell you what. If you live in the South and you don't like the SEC, you probably don't have a TV that's 80 inches in your jersey. My TV's bigger than you. And we're renting out our house for a year. I don't know what we're going to do. We just that got TV's this TV's 10 years old. It was the biggest one they had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sell a boat and buy a new one, Scott. The SEC just got bigger in your living room. <laughs> so which is going to be the biggest, which is going to be the first school in the SEC to carry that sauce? Well, you know, I don't know, but I'm, I'm thinking think, it's Alabama. I, I, and I don't care who it is, but I'm gonna be I, I tell I'm you gonna what, be a, right a diehard fan when they do. So every game next year, will you wear their colors and their shirts? Absolutely. Y'all hear that? Which, Especially at an LSU game. You'll go to the LSU game I'll and go, wear the. I'll go walk through Nickel State. You know, I'll go everywhere. I'll wear it and I'll rub it in. When they ask me why I'm wearing it, I'm gonna tell them exactly why. Because they support me. You crazy folks from. Clemson and all them places, you hear this? What you're saying right now, particularly some folks in vet church, is that, you know, that, that you will become, I mean, don't sell your soul, folks. <laughs> Be true to who you are. I jumped ship in a second. <laughs> well, you know, the only way, the only way to really, to care for people is to care for people that care for you. I mean that's how yeah. we learn, I, and and I always believe in and I'm telling you what help you. That's that that sauce crap tastes. It's not crap. It tastes <laughs> great. You got the ketchup and the sauce, and I don't like a lot of hot stuff, just like a lot of people know. And um, I was up there with that cook in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Are you ever in Coeur d'Alene? I can't say that. I On my lands, Oprah owns the upper story of this, the whole upper floor of this huge hotel. So Oprah hangs out in Idaho. At Coeur d'Alene, she does. She owns that thing. At least that's what all the residents told me. 
like a great, but it was beautiful. Okay. I could see it. If I was the richest woman in the world, I would own. She probably owns a whole hotel and the land around it for all I know. But like that lake is beautiful. But I was up there with this chef, Demetrius. I know you. I know you're on here too sometimes. Um, he's part of that church. This guy's a chef, man. Greek guy. You always need to hang around. You know, when you go places, you know, yeah. we go to camps. We go down to Bali and hang out. It's always good to have a chef there. Somebody can really cook it's, man. Yeah, and it's always good to have an OCD guy. <laughs> right. Somebody that to clean. Somebody likes to cook. A mechanic? You got to have a mechanic. Someone, you know, because you're always breaking down. That's it, man. And it, it helps to have someone that knows how to fish and possibly, you know, shoot something. That's in case you get hungry. Well, <laughs> you need some meat. He's easy to kill. <laughs> so, you get a little dog and you you, you let him. Oh, don't say that. What man? If and I then just before he gets just there. before he gets there, you pull the dog back and then you get you, <laughs> no, he doesn't. You jump on his back. <laughs> These were alive though at one point. Yeah. Oh, what crap? My hamburger was alive at one. You man, I looked well, at the other the day. It just broke my heart to think. They're beautiful, man. Wow. There's these little cows coming out, and I'm singing to myself. Well, just so you know. This is going to be dinner soon. Just a couple months. Just so you know, the steak you're about to eat. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, a I, year ago, I, it had a name, and we, we'd go pet it, and, you know. <laughs> two days ago, I told Kate, you know, we're driving in the car a lot. I said, we watched this book. It's a funny book. I can't remember the name of it. What's that book we watched? Playboy. Not with my wife. The uh, Rosie Effect? The Rosie Effect. And then the Rosie Project, I think. No, the Rosie Project and then the Rosie Effect. Uh, yeah, you got to watch them in order. They're really good books. You um, listen to them. Holy cow, man. I told my wife I'm going to be a pescatarian. What? <laughs> right? <laughs> they eat fish and vegetables and fruit. And all this other processed crap. Now, it, the truth of the matter is I can never pull it off. But it, it's probably healthy living. When I was growing up, man, my brother, Marty, if you're on, not the Captain Marty Ray. My brother, he used to take people fishing all the time. Back when, you know, the country had money before we decided to go drop all our money in the form of bombs on places that I don't know why we're doing that. Anyway. But my brother used to take people fishing. So these folks from Alabama, I don't know, out with you, northern Alabama and Auburn come down because they ain't never been on the bays and up in the caves mm -hmm. and all that crap. Marty's, he's a flash fisherman, man. He'd take you out there and hit some reds and some tarpa, you know. Uh, oh, you know about it. I know, I know, I know about it. I live in Sportsman's Paradise. I know, right? Because Marty would tell because my brother worked out there in the Gulf forever, yeah. too. He's a crane operator. Man, it's bad coming over here with him because he'll tell me about everything. Look at the pipe fitting. You see how that pipe fitting is at an angle right there? You know what that means, man? If it's not at an angle, it, it can only be at an angle. What does it mean? You do know that stuff. You were back there. I was a welding inspector. That's all <laughs> I mean. it's a, yeah, you're, I, you're I, the guy that's telling my brother to pull that crap back yeah. up and move well, it over there. <laughs> I was in the oil field my whole life. I just got right. into the food industry. And, you know, the only thing dumber than going from the oil field where you were very successful going into the food industry thinking you're going to be, you know, got it all made and got it all figured out. It's going from the food industry to the oil field thinking you're going hey, to be, you know. I, that amazes, that even amazes me right now hearing that because it's like I'm thinking to myself, when you guys try this, okay, I know there's a bunch of y'all told me you won't be serious. And I'm going to say it to you. When you try the dat sauce, 
you're going to say to yourself, they just made my food taste better. When you try the ketchup, you're going to say to yourself, well, hell, I'm never eating fries without this again. I mean, it is really good. So I don't know how you can go from the oil field to that. And I know you made, you <coughs> came up with the ketchup part of it. And you're, you took your cousin on that last year yeah. and you come up with the sauce part. Yeah. How did you go from that? Now, now I can tell you, you know, in South Louisiana, we never do anything healthy. You know, that's always... Oh, Mar- we Mar- we, we want it to me, taste good. Marty, tell you me know, about you guys picking you know, up roadkill. I mean, roadkill on the side of the road and throw it into these big pots. That's for those who, who can't hunt. <laughs> okay. But, no, I don't do that. Oh. But I've never been one, you know, for healthy. Now, our product is healthy. It's, it's all natural, low sodium, low sugar. If we had to design a product, we did it perfect. But that wasn't our intention. It just... Happen that way. Well, so it's all it natural. It's in a way, Scott, because like you I know, mean, the ketchup has aside, it tastes good. Yeah, when the ketchup, you know, most ke- normal ketchup has thirty percent high fructose corn syrup. That's where the thickness and the sugar comes from. And that's where all your it, health problems are coming from. Oh, they got a whole no, list. They're of not them. all coming from there, but a bunch of them. Kate won't let me drink. I mean, like, not only do I need to wash what I say in public. But uh, there's also the, the probability that she won't let me eat something if it has high fructose corn syrup in it. Yeah. I think that's why that's we stopped drinking Coca-Cola. That's bad stuff. That's I, don't, I mean, on. just Coke's in there. And, and we use the red onion. It has a natural sweetness. So we cook it down in there. So when you... Onion has a sweetener? That, that red onion, the purple onions, you know. It's, when you cook it down, it's real sweet. It is. It, it, you know, the, um, the waitress today said something about it being sweet. Nah, it's not real sweet. It just made my food taste more. It was just, I mean, like, you know, I felt like I was okay to use one of the foodie words, like palatable. <laughs> you know, like, you look like a foodie guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Demetrius, this guy, when I, when I was up there in, uh, when I was up there in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Demetrius says to me, he said, "I'm gonna cook." I've been, I've been studying. He's a chef, you know. He's like, I'm, I've been studying ribs and collards. And he said, you eat, you eat greens? I said, man, that girl right there is holding that phone. She can cook some greens. And um, I said, I've eaten a lot of greens, man. So I'll tell you right away if I don't like it. So before we go to eat, though, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I forgot I got to show you this stuff. And that's when I did the, I, I did this, their dog. Remember the one I did with the little commercial with the dog? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's their dog. And so I go in there and I'm like, hey, Demetrius, here we are, right? And so I open it up. And well, I showed Amy first. And Amy's smelling. She's like, well, it smells pretty good. We'll see what Demetrius says. Because when you're one of them people in food, man, they know food, yeah. you know. And so, so Demetrius, you know, this all. Looks at the ingredients. Smells them. I said, yeah, it smells. I can smell this. I can, you know, like, he's smelling your ingredients. Yeah. I'm like, it just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Because he I really... Knows what he's doing. I can't smell anything, man. If I, I smell it, it's smell bad. It's bad. You need to run. <laughs> Trust me. If I say I smell something, <laughs> start running. I'm not saying anything, man. I can think that guy played. I played it. You know, I played it. The uh, Luke and Buck Texas the other day. I thought it was awesome. I saw that. You did? Yeah. I played it, and the guy sitting beside me, at Jerry Lee Jones. He's a pretty famous guy. Over for uh, Will and Jennings. Of course, he didn't talk about it. But um, to kind of balance, you know, because there's people in the crowd with kids, and I, I sing Jimmy that song. Jimmy Lee Jones, Matt. What's his name? Jimmy Lee Jones. Jimmy Lee, Jimmy Lee Jones. 
was like an evangelist on Old Time Gospel Hour, stealing money from the sick and the poor. But <laughs> so, so um, Jimmy Lee Jones, I sang this song called um, "Save Your Breath" because people are they're hurt. You know, it's my tribe. Yeah. You know what I do? I play songs, right? And there's some vets in the crowd. And one, and I freak, if you ever find us again, man. I'd really like a copy of that. I saw you sitting over there with a DSLR shooting that video. And she said, sing something. I'm going to put it on YouTube. And, um, it's the last song I played. And it, it's, a, it's a tough song. You know, you've heard me sing this song, Save Your Breath. And, um, and like the crowd, other than the veterans, there were several veterans in the crowd. They got it. But the rest of the crowd was kind of like, you know, they give me that look of like this is not fitting in Lucasville, Texas, which it probably did. But I didn't care hey, at that point. I had two when I saw you there, I just did a big old smile across my face because I, I mean I would have never pictured you in Lucasville. But I'm so happy you so got to cool, be there. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I was. Me. I mean, I, was, I remember my first time, first time going in. I, I mean, I was gonna say, the chickens just, in the trees. We oh, just segwayed into a whole different thing. You saw the chickens in the trees, huh? I did. Went, man, at one point, the roosters jumped up and they came up on stage. Jimmy Lee jo- Johnson Jones. Jimmy Lee Jones. Jones. Jimmy Lee Jones. Um, it knocked his CDs it, over. And it knocked his CDs all over the place. And that chicken, one chicken that they like, Rusty, Rusty was being chased by another chicken. Then Rusty turned around, and chased the other chicken back, knocked over all the CDs. <laughs> Come at me! Tried to get my shiner box. And like. <laughs> <laughs> I rescued my Shatterbach. Rusty went flying by, come back up around on top. And no, I don't think anybody caught that part. But then he played this song about flagellation. You talk about cleaning out a room. Everybody started laughing. <coughs> Everybody's got hot air. And, it's, and those of you now have to wear a CPAP, as I do, at least we sleep in peace, which is a good thing because now I can like, put the covers up over my head and see get fresh air. I love it. And, Might have to try that one day. It's pretty cool, man. It's benefits of being old, and and so um, uh, in all reality, there's some good stuff going on because I tell you what, in you know, sometimes things are fun, and I and for the day I met you, I like to joke about stuff, but I ain't joking about that sauce. I like it. I love the fact that you've cared for our tribe. You know, two days ago, I did a uh, three days. I don't know what day it was. Did this interview with this lady named um, Sam, Sam Little. I remember Little because I'm so tall, you know. She made a point of it, so now I remember it. And um, I said girl to her, and she was like, that's fine. But I realized that that's not always appropriate. She's a grown-ass lady, and she makes that bug-out camo. Y'all remember that? Go back and look at the thing. I put up a deal for her bug-out camo. I think that might save some lives down the road. Um, you know... She was the hope in the future. Both of her granddaddies were in Pearl Harbor when Pearl Harbor was born. She was the first individual on the show. I guess we're starting. This is going to be a thing now. At least for me it is. I like that church. I think that this is going to help heal the nation's telling stories. Because it's your story. Well, I can dig it. And I think, you know, it's cool. And so she was the first person I had on the show (coughs) that was hope. She's the future. She's the granddaughter of two veterans. Were your parents in the military? Were your grandparents? My my, my dad and both my grandparents. So you two are a hope. You know, because 
All of y'all who did what we brother, did. Nephew. Your brother was too? Yeah. You know, I'm really I'm really happy. That's the brother I met, right? Yeah. The one I told you you, you remind me of. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and Marty? Holy cow. My brother Marty, you remind me of him. It's so funny, man, because y'all are so good at numbers and crap. And you're making stuff. I mean, like, I was telling you about that. But there's some funny stuff out there about my brother's got some great sort of interview one day. Um, but it's interesting to me that, that it's our family and that. It's our families that care for one another. You know, and when people would come into my office with their problems, I always like to start with their family of origin because you learn a lot about who you are based on where you came from. You know, our our history is relevant. We are relevant. Our stories are the most important thing that we have going. And and part of your story has been supporting veterans because you made stuff in the oil field. Tebow Montgomery, who wrote a song for Vet Church, should be there on July 3rd and 4th with us all at the National Cathedral. Um, T-Bone. T-Bone Montgomery. T-Bone Montgomery. He told me about you doing stuff that you would never tell anybody. You invented (laughs) stuff that helped the oil field be better. Yeah, we did a little bit. Like I said, I was from the oil field. I was good at the oil field. I retired. And then you kept going, though. Yeah. So so I retired at a very young age and I had the perfect life. I feel like you worked your ass off that perfect life. I think the perfect life involves the guitar all the time. Well, I was always around them. I just can't play them. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, you supported the last Honky Tonk music series, which helped me out. Helped Travis. Kate, what's Travis's that thing he's starting up the, for the rescue for animals? The Hollow Ranch. The Ranch. Till we meet again. You know what I'm talking about. And he and, and Derek uh, need to... He and Derek need to get connected. Derek who? Oh, Derek Knapp, Restoration Ranch. So, so uh, what? Travis is a, a buddy of ours. Um, Travis is in Vet Church. He's trying to start something up in, I think, East Tennessee. No, not East Tennessee. Right, Nashville. East of Nashville. And um, I have a dog, Coleman's kennel. I says kennel in there. That's the one. Oh, is it real? That's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, I met his his uh. I'll tell you what, he, you know, I, I haven't met any of y'all's dogs that weren't just incredible. I know several of y'all said that I need to get an official one. And my schnauzers, they love me, so I'm, until they pass away, I'm not going to get my own uh, service animal. But y'all's, you know, his service animal is incredible. And he's taking that thing around the country and showing us how, how important it is, man, to, like, be aware of what's going on inside of you. And that service animal will do that. And this Tilda Hollow Ranch is about bringing these service animals into existence. And you and the last Honky Tonk Music Series have repeatedly supported guys like him and are supporting <coughs> him in doing that. And, and the military assistance program. <coughs> That's the uh, military's food service has their own wounded warriors program. And is that where that, that money y'all gave it to go down to? It didn't come from you, but it came from them. Yeah. To we, we, you, you were know, there when I got it. Yeah, that's cool. they, uh, uh, Don Vatipo was the one that started it. And, and when I, first time I went to the food show, I heard him speak about it and, you know, the lives he's touching. And he told me he raised $50,000 that year. And, you know, he, you know, which was great. And, and I'm sitting there in the, in the room for all these major, you know, the biggest food companies in the world. And, you know, and he's raised $50,000. And my goal that day was to double that. Hold up. <clears throat> Did I just hear the man that 
that owns that sauce and has supported so many things, including something I'm part of now, the last hot dog meat series. You're saying you're going to double a donation of $50,000 to give back to veterans. Well, we, that was my goal. Last year, we got right at 40-something thousand. So, I mean, we didn't quite reach my goal, but this year... How? 40-something thousand? Yeah. So, how, if, if... Okay, so, y'all hear that? Y'all remember when Black Rifle Coffee came out and said, screw Starbucks. They're going to hire 10,000 immigrants. We're going to hire 10,000 veterans. Or, no, they said 20,000 veterans. I'm sorry. They doubled it. Y'all remember that. And y'all remember what y'all did as a country, as a nation. We came behind Black Rifle Coffee. And y'all saw my video going out there last summer. Um, I, you know, I've encouraged many of you to take a pilgrimage to Black Rifle Coffee right downtown Utah. Where the streets are wide and the religion is strong. And there's also really good coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. And... He's doing the same thing right here, right now. We've joked around, and you're saying you're trying to you're trying to double somebody's doing something. And of course, they're doing a good thing too. So it's not like well, yeah, the no, other side. Uh, like you're, I said, I was uh, when, when when he he spoke, it really touched me. And, and there was a, a, a guy, one of the guys that received some money was there. He got up and spoke, and and 100 percent of the money that they raise. All goes to the soldiers and their family. Now, you mean they're, even, not, they're even, not going to the Keys to have a big-ass party? Even the tax returns are donated. They're not going to go blow the no. money? They're giving and, it back to veterans? And Don Vatipo, the guy that, that started, he flies, when he flies out, he pays for his own plane ticket to come bring those checks. I mean, he's a great guy. Super. Well, that's, and that's what supported that whole month. I drove 10,000 miles last month. Yeah. That money came from him. That and I, and I gave some to A Hero right down there in Pensacola. The organization, the community-led based organization, the community-based organization that's being led right in my backyard, which is bringing us back together. Not just some fishing trips and hunting stuff. We do that, but as Dave Glassman will tell you, it brings us together on a daily basis. And I'm all about this crap, man. I know we're just sitting here talking. And I'm in, and I and I love it. I love it that you're doing more. So. And I think a way that you're doing that is by selling that sauce. Is that true? We well, we have a lot of stuff going on. We <clears throat> the University of Alabama. <laughs> like I said, we we working a deal with them, and I'm hoping you know. And I don't want to say too much too soon, but I'm in their cafeteria? No, for their tailgate party for all their home football games. My goal is to 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 have a, a an army kitchen. Uh, well, whatever a portable kitchen, military style kitchen out there, and we're gonna serve them some of this new food: the jambalaya, the catfish and shrimp creole, that sauce, and and Chef Kern who makes it, the jambalaya and the, the catfish creole. He and I both said, "Look, we, you know, our stuff at our cost, and anything, any profit, all the profit goes to this program." And what what? Uh, Allen, what the University of Alabama wants to do, they want to start a, a scholarship program for vets. Because usually when the vets come out, they have a couple of years of school under their belt, or, or if they want to come they're not, they, there's no opportunity for scholarships or anything like no. that. No, and so, it's usually the GI Bill this and GI Bill that, and then you're on your own. So, you know, the plan is, you know, we're going to sell that sauce, jambalaya, and Creole at the home Alabama football games. And all the profits will go to scholarships for the uh, for the veterans. You know when they go to you know the one because those guys there's no program for them. To
to, to help them, you know, other than the GI Bill, but uh, he, you know, he wanted to do it. He wanted, to, he was going to ask his donors for money. I said, well, I got a better idea. I said, y'all have a ROTC program. And he said, yeah. You're already, yeah. So, You're uh, just going to make your food better. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I come up with the idea, and he liked it, Don liked it, so we got to get us a, a portable kitchen. Once we get the kitchen, I think it's all uh, downhill. I mean, we're going to have scholarships to Alabama. So any veterans want to go back to school, University of Alabama? Uncle Chris, my Uncle Chris, my Uncle Chris is a big-time salesman, right? He's, he sells hats for kudzu. He sells jewelry now that's in the floor of Bama. And my Uncle Chris is a big-time salesman, right? So he's been all over the country selling all kinds of stuff. Bella Ryan. What? Bella Ryan. Bella Ryan jewelry now. So Uncle Chris is a huge, huge fan. Of Alabama, he has these football parties. Uh -huh. and I made him uh, get some of my art. It's on his wall for the Alabama football thing. Yeah. So, Thank you for joining us for part one of this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com.